This podcast is brought to you in part by you. Yeah. Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. Oh, yeah. My name is Aaron. And I am Jason. And we are coming at you live-ish ish, from our house uh, where we do this. It's true. It's been a grip. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, as we were sitting down, as... um. You know, everything was loading up and we're getting all this stuff worked out and looking at everything and hearing our sound and Yo and, yeah. And uh the excitement started swelling. I yeah, I did. I get I got bubbly, man. I'm like, man, it's Ooh. been a while. I missed the fucking the podcasting issues. Yeah, and the hair raises and just the hundred percent. hundred percent. Oh man, it's good to be back. Um we We've missed all of you out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you're tuning in. I hope you've had some good time. I hope uh, things in life have been going well for you. Um, you know, things have been going great for us. Truth. Uh, since the last time we've talked, let's see what's happened. Um, the last time we talked, we had just got the new record player, um, but we hadn't had the preamp yet, so sound wasn't quite where we want. Now we have the preamp. Uh-huh. So the record player sounds even better. The sound is way better. It's true. Uh, it's all nice. And we crisp. we get to sit here with no noise. This is the it's greatest. Different. It's it is. It's weird. I've I've we've but been badass. We've had a hundred and twenty ish episodes of mm. a buzz in the back of our ears, all podcast long, all the time, and now we don't have those, mm. which is fucking great. But uh, what else is new? Um, oh, you guys. You got noise, uh, Naked Luck recorded there. Oh, yeah. You guys did your shit. Oh, yeah. We recorded with uh, Sam Densmore, and it was freaking awesome. Three song EP? Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to, we might go back and do more. I don't know. We're just going to kind of play it by ear. Um, We still are just kind of packaging up our album the album so. to release right which is awesome <clears throat> so you guys like have double stacked so <clears throat> you have the album to come out and then three new songs after that right that are already ready locked and loaded which is yeah fucking smart it's kind of waiting um so yeah it's just kind of well what's gonna be fun like, what's gonna be fun insane. is to get all you guys in here for your album release yeah we are actually yes yep it should be uh july sometime yeah probably late Later July, middle right. middle later July. Looking forward to it. Yeah, to have yeah. all of Naked Luck sitting in here, and I'm gonna make you sit on that side and spin the microphone <laughs> around. Okay, and and be it'll be a it'll be a one. Have Desmond sit on my seat in my seat. <laughs> Ooh, no, I'm gonna make Josh. Oh yeah, because he's the 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 quietest one of okay. the three. Which Josh has been, everybody's been on. You know, we've had all yep. of all of Naked Luck. You've heard of all of them individually uh, on our podcast. But we haven't before. even had Ian and Desmond on together. No, yet. which is something we've wanted to do. But now this will be better. This will, will. we'll get we'll get the whole group of you guys mm-hmm. and uh, get to find out uh, what makes Naked Lucky. Yeah, that's the question I want to ask. Yeah, 
Don't answer makes, it now. Yeah. Just I what won't. makes naked lucky. What makes naked lucky. It's true. <laughs> um, it's special. I love no, it. That, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, you had your gig. Oh, yeah. We had the Zeparella show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that went extremely well. Uh, still getting positive feedback from that. Um, you know, even from places I don't expect to get it from. <laughs> but uh, Hell yeah. It, it's it, <clears throat> a lot of people, man. Yeah, a lot of people saw it. A lot of people liked it. Um, you know, I uh, was lucky enough to have uh, quite a few, uh, you know, Annie and Josh came. Um, Elias came. And um, just of, of people that, you know, have have watched through all of the progression of music and everything oh, and, yeah. and got to see it kind of culminating at this. And I don't want to say culminating as it's done here. You know, that's not the yeah, highest of level course. I am, uh, but, uh, uh, a, a, a peak amongst other peaks so right. far, Hell yeah! you know, for sure in the peaks and valleys of music, <laughs> the music career. Um, no, no, man, it was really good. Uh, broke, broke my cherry to say, and I sang in front of, 300 people and um yeah that's freaking amazing did that for my very first time oh yeah which is i know nailed it my i know yeah from what nailed it you know here's what's funny is when you're doing it you're always like questioning everything you do as you're doing it live Mm -hmm. and it's only after the fact that you get to like one look back on it but hear from other people to really validate those you know what, what you thought oh, yeah. and so so after the fact now you know being what uh two weeks almost post show one week post show mm-hmm. two weeks whatever it was no one week yeah only one week post show um you know i get to say at this point yeah i i, I think i can objectively say that i did well from Hell yeah. from what but gathered but not from everyone's experiences yeah, yeah. and your own and my own yeah mm. balance between it all yeah um, you're always going to be your biggest critic in its own, of course you know? of course um but you know got to get uh got to get compliments we went to a band dinner the day after the zipperella show we all went over to mark our drummer's house and uh had a big band dinner there and drank and had just had a bunch of fun with those guys and um, I got to hear from the wives of the bandmates. Yeah. Of, uh, and, and, and they got to say how good it sounded. And, yeah, that's and, freaking and, awesome, and, dude. And, and, Gotta have that support. And, you know, they've been around for everything. They've for heard all of them. For all of Earth to Ashes oh, before yeah. me. You know? Super supportive group, dude. It is. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, they it's seem like super tight, really cool Super tight-knit. And uh, which is, you know... Mark and the, the the cool thing is Mark and Matt have been together long enough now. Mm. Been together. They're fam. They're fam and the, they're both of their uh Jen and Michelle, they both love each other. Um, you know, and now me and Beth are getting introduced into this group. And oh, yeah. uh and then there's also Ed and his wife Jen. Mm. Um and Ed is our uh all around support team. Is what I can say. <laughs> nice. He's our one man support team. You know, he goes from helping us lug gear to being uh he knows how to set up Mark's drum kit. Nice. Uh, just from from the amount of times he's torn it down and set it back up, he can go there and knows, you know, because when Mark breaks all his shit down, he has a bunch of uh 
<clears throat> what are they called? Um, marks some sort well yeah but the they're they're like actual hardware and they're on the shafts and he just tightens them around and oh, it's, gotcha. it's it, it just lets you put it in the thing and slide it to that point and that's where it goes you know so he has actual God. hardware instead of tape around the the, the inner shaft oh, yeah. he just has actual like locking hardware um and so but you know he he can ed ed's good enough that he looks at the bottom like you know the three legs because he breaks them halfway apart and you know he, um, yeah, no, he just he just knows how to do all of Mark's drums, and also he makes one hell of a pot brownie. Uh, <laughs> that's we got to cheers. Okay, so to Ed for being a hell of a drum tech, uh, a roadie, a security guard, what uh, a badass, and man. and a marijuana edible connoisseur, dude. Cheers to you, Ed. Ed, you're a stellar human. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, God, every fucking band needs an Ed. Every every single band needs an Ed. Just a guy that just hooks it up for helps, sure. You know, rip apart drums if they need security. Watch the shit. Yeah, hook the pot brownies up, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. No, man. yeah, dude. He always has. He always has like when we go on road trips. Okay, so here here is the quality of Ed. Okay, here's <laughs> okay. the quality of Ed. Ed came to our first couple shows that I played with Earth to Ashes. Well, he comes to all the shows, uh-huh. but I experienced him coming and helping us just like load and unload. But we were at Billy Blues in Vancouver. Wasn't that far of a drive. Mm. Then we had uh, the gig in McMenville, and he drove down to McMenville. Cool, helped us unload. You know that's. Nice little drive. Then we had a gig in Seattle and Everett. And he drove all the way in his own car. Really? To help us load and unload the acoustic gig in Seattle. And then followed us to Everett, helped us load and unload that. And as soon as he was done, he drove all the way back home that night. Through the night to have to wake up and go do a thing he had to do the next day. Damn. Yep. Fucking crazy, dude. Good on it. Then we were going to Spokane. Played the show in Spokane. Just planning on it being us. And he goes, hey, so aren't you guys going to Spokane this this weekend? Yeah, Ed, we are. Um, Huh. Well, do you guys need me? He goes, no, man, we can handle it. He goes, you know, um, me and my wife haven't been to Coeur d'Alene yet. We're gonna come, and they drove, <laughs> and yes. they drove all Good the way. Good for up. him, dude. They yeah. drove all the way up. They got the hotel. They <clears throat> he he was there at he dude he he was at our venue making sure things were getting squared away for us to show up and load in before a half an hour before we were even at the venue. Yeah, he was there making sure shit was getting squared away for us. We show up. Load up. He helps Ready. us unload the van, showed us where to park, you know, did all that stuff, helped us get off the stage, pack up all the drums, <clears> tear <throat> down everything again afterwards. And then the next day they went and checked out Coeur and drove home. What a fucking amazing dude. It's just amazing, dude. Yeah, the quality of Ed. Every band needs an Ed. <sighs> Every uh, band needs a damn Ed. Um, dude. Speaking of good fucking bands, we got to go to a great show last night. <sighs> yeah, we did killer bands it uh 
It was Noise Brigade's new CD release party. Yep, their EP. Their new EP. And, um, dude, <sighs> they're so good now. Yeah, they're a whole different fucking unit. I mean, they're they're still them. They do the jokes on stage and talk back and forth and goes nowhere and, and, you know, funny shit like that. But holy fuck, they've matured, man. Yeah. If you guys right now have have listened, uh, Elias has been on, Nathan and Elias have been on, Nathan and Elias and Doug have been on, Noise Brigade's been here a couple times. You guys can hear all about them. Um, They're actually getting ready to go on an East Coast tour right now. They just released a new CD. They will be in here after they get back from their tour. Yeah. Um, to just chill with us again. Talk about it. And everything. And we really want to dive in on some of the specifics of their songs because this new this new EP, the five I mean That's fucking so they're cool. amazing. If you guys haven't listened to it, please go buy their album right now. Go get that um, shit. We dude. have hard copies signed by them sitting in our studio right now. Um and you know, support them. Play them on Spotify. Do do everything you can. You know, uh, give them oh, yeah. five stars on iTunes. Like, do all of the shit you can to help those guys out because they work their asses off. Yeah, oh, yeah. To create, and it shows, dude. To create f- not only five masterpiece songs for them, but their stage presence. Oh, man. How tight they are as a band, their musicianship. Everything about them is just... It's saturated, professional. Man. Like, yeah. Like it's just juicy, man. Like everything they do, it's just fucking beautiful and cool, dude. Like their emotions and just how they play their <laughs> instruments and how it. Oh yeah. And their how their fucking musicianship just like bleeds into their characters as people. Yeah. Like it's fun to watch, man. Like, Doug is phenomenal. <laughs> Doug is insane. Doug blew my fucking mind. Dude. Just his composure and how he can play his guitar and pick, just pick crazy individual parts and sing. Yeah. He and does just, these really pretty arpeggiated chord parts mm, all over the place and just sings like a fucking champ. And and the and the the dynamic between Nathan and Doug that mm. they build as singers, both mm. guitar players, they both switch rhythm. It's rith- getting so rich. They both switch rhythm and lead parts, they both switch lead singing parts, they switch all, you know, they're fl- mm. it it actually reminds me of a pop punk version kind of a noise brigade. Yeah. I mean, I mean, of Naked Luck. Sorry, Noise Brigade. Like N- Noise Brigade reminds me of like a pop punk, uh-huh. how hardcore they, how they version. Do it. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And like, who takes rhythm parts? Who takes lead parts? Who takes, you know, it, who's doing the mm-hmm. parts? And that's oh, like yeah, a little yeah. country, but they have their riffs. Dude. But they, I get it. You yeah. know, like no, they're just so good. They're, you know. For not being a big pop punk fan in general, mm. this is something that transcends that genre to me, and I can listen to it, and it's just, it's heavy, it's tasteful, it's mm. musical. They pick great chords, right? They have not. It's they actually they do, really got they write music they're yeah they're next it's, set. It's, they're this, not just this banging fucking out. ep is yes. insane this like, ep is insane they're not uh, just banging out four chord songs they're oh, right no. they're they're 
I, I, as a really stingy motherfucker, embarrassingly so sometimes, they, they write real music. Mm. Like, I watched it. I watched every one of those fuckers play their asses off live, and they're great. Luke, Dude. Luke is a stud. Oh my god, Luke is such. Oh yeah, and he is just so. He holds non, that shit down. I love how he like just he closes just his eyes and just sings and tur- jams, dude. He turns his he's, back to the he's crowd. Next level shit, dude. Here's the thing about Luke. Mm. Luke played amazing. Mm. Humble, dude. He had his back to the crowd two thirds of the night. Mm. He was looking at Elias the whole time. Mm. They were fucking rocking mm. the whole time. Every once in a while, he'd turn around and face us, and then he'd turn back around and like look at his amp and look at Elias and just, yeah. and just play his shit and be amazing. And all the, the reason that all that music ties together, you have Elias, who's fucking stud on drums, mm. who is the, I mean, such an individual drummer. Yeah. The way he sounds, the way he attacks the kit, the way everything he does. Then you have Doug and Nate doing their shit. And then Luke, like, just doesn't present himself, but is undeniably. That's so hardcore, dude. Yes. Undeniably. Dude, he's so fucking. They're all so fucking good. They're so fucking good. I'm so. I am. I feel so privileged to call those guys like my good friends. Yeah, dude, they're fucking. They're you know, tight. they're good, man. They're fucking so good. They're so getting better too, all the time. Yeah, fucking blue. They're me going away. places, man. Oh yeah, I hope. Yeah, I, I like believe they will. Me too. Oh yeah, they're going big. Mm. I believe it. Mm. Uh, Fuck, not yeah. a shark was great. Want? Not a shark was there. They were great. Fuck yeah. Pretty trippy shit. Yeah, dude. Pretty trippy shit. Animals yeah. as leadery type stuff. I also they also remind me yeah, of uh, yeah. uh they also remind me of a band called Scale of the Summit, uh which is a fucking great instrumental band. Um no, they're good, man. Lots of technical guitar playing, super technicy proggy sh- stuff, but but light hearted, like poppy yeah. kind of at the same time, right? Definitely. You know, it wasn't a lot of like hard, heavy, distorted, genty. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. Light hearted. Fucking Should have been a fucking gentle prog. giant. <laughs> yeah. Gentle giant slash like proggy Zelda theme shit. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. A you little know? less like kind of like, you know, cheesy. Yeah. Less, no, not cheesy. Of Obviously not but, cheesy. Yeah. But but I get it. Yeah. I get what you you know. <laughs> yeah, pro- cool. Proggy Gentle Z- Zelda. Fuck. No, they were good. They were good. Uh we should have we got to catch the end of all hype. Mm. They were pretty good, that Hawaiian band. Yeah. I like them. Yeah, they were good. And then the Bellows band, what was their name? Wind and Bellows. Something like that. Something like that. Elon Musk on drums. Elon Musk on drums. They had a badass. Dynamic. They had a badass little set. Um, he made the saddest sad face I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> while, <laughs> while he was playing. While he was playing. Yeah. He, they were he, playing. It was to he, get a beat, dude. Yeah. It was how he got the beat. It, was. it just put him in a sad, dude. Yeah, they, I they, love they, it. They did I a super it. time change and slowed down, like a tempo change, not time change, tempo change, and, and slowed way down. And he just like was <laughs> but, going all happy because the drummer was the singer and he looked like Elon Musk with blonde hair. It was and fucking awesome. It was cool. And so he was like playing and rocking. <laughs> 
knocking the fuck out. And then when they slowed down, he just put on this sad face. And and then sang really, and then pounded into sang really (laughs) sad. Like it was fucking cool. Yeah, it It was was hilarious. We both looked at each other and gasped, like, "Holy shit, dude!" Look at his fucking frowny face. We're like, because we were already making like not really jokes, but just kind of like pointing out he looked like Elon Musk. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and then he got really sad. <laughs> and then it was like my Tesla broke. <laughs> yes. Or like my space rocket didn't land upside down right. Totally. <laughs> or whatever. Totally. Yeah, no. I do know. <laughs> um I meant to do this earlier. I'm just gonna do that now. Dude. So hey, we have some killer shit to play for you. We do. Every time I load a web page and some fun videos too. Oh yeah, we got some funny stuff coming up. Every time I load a web page and it goes full screen and it's not minimized, I get worried that this'll quit. The whole the, thing in blanks the, out. In the time that that's loading, but now that I can tell that we're fine, we're fine. We're fine. As long as I just keep that running in the foreground. Just keep telling yourself we'll be fine. Uh, let me get, gotta switch a profile real fast here. Oh, hey, let me do this while this is going on so it's not just dead air and completely unfucking listenable to you people out there. Oh. Um, we're gonna play a commercial of some sort. Which one do you wanna play? Um, damn, what have we been up to? Let's see. Um, man, we really needed disc golf. Oh, we do need a disc golf commercial. (laughs) I had had, did I make... The splash? I thought I made some splashes. That's probably about all we got. Um, Paralyzed? What's that? Paralyzed? What the... I was paralyzed. I was just stuck in time. I'm gonna explode. <laughs> oh my god. Please, please, please. Yeah. Oh my god, I was just paralyzed. I was just paralyzed. <laughs> I was stuck in time of gonna explode. Yeah. What in the fuck? That was somebody who Dude, ate. and the guy in the background was so amazing. He's, He's like, like we weed, weed never will kill you. It's never hurt anybody. <laughs> no one in the history have ever died of weed ever. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Chill <laughs> in. Like don't... take a breath. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, no, that's good stuff. Good morning, Julia. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh, here's a great one. Okay, gentlemen. Hey, gentlemen. Let's all sit down here. Uh, we're gonna get started. We're all here because we share the same problem. We all tend to lose our babies. Uh, we're gonna start off today's meeting by just going around the room. Say your name. Uh, maybe what you do and uh, your first time losing your baby. Hey, my name's Pete. Hi, Pete. Hey, uh, I'm 42. I work in the IBEW, and uh, the first time I lost my son, uh, it was a hot day out. We were watching SpongeBob. I went in the kitchen to grab popsicles, one for me and two for him, and uh, came back, and that fat little bastard had already run away. I don't know where he was. <laughs> that little bastard. Was 45 minutes. He was in the dryer. I wonder how he got in there. Huh. Man, you look great for 42. Thanks for sharing, Pete. 
Next. Huh. Hi, my name's Tang. Hey, hey, hi, Tang. I want to tell you about losing the third baby because we didn't get the other two back. I was bailing hay one day, and the baby must have fell into a bale because I didn't see it again until I was in town. I was selling my bales, and then I saw his purple little foot sticking out 13 <laughs> years later, and he still won't get near my tractor. Oh, man. Okay. Oh. Thanks for sharing, Tank. Let's move on. Next. Hi, my name's Joe. Hi, Hi Joe. Joe. First time I lost my baby, I was gathering old clothes to donate to Goodwill. My kid must have crawled inside a box of clothes before I dropped him off at the donate station. I didn't even realize it until I got home that evening. I called him, and the truck had already left. Oh, man, it was driving all over the place. Luckily, I had Kablog's baby finder, wow. and I ended up getting my kid six counties over. I think we're all curious. What's the baby finder, Joe? Well, it's just a thing that you attach to your baby any way you can. Kablog makes it, and it tells you where your baby is right on your phone. Thanks, Kablog! Kablog's Holy Patented Child Finders are brought to Kablog International. Go. We're stoked for this one. Long before we were born, bands were forged and formed vinyls outside the norm. Records picked on high from our guests here tonight. May their old flint reignite on time and stuff's vinyl time. Oh, oh it's vinyl time. All right, dude. We have an amazing, amazing album, amazing find for you today. You actually turned me on to this dude. about a week ago. You said, "Dude, I found this cool new song. You have to check it out." Yeah, um, this is fucking kind of epic for me. Traffic is badass. This is who the we're band play called for you. Traffic. Yeah, and uh, so we've played Steve Winwood on the show already, and. And I've already said my love for fucking Steve Winwood, dude. Yeah, he's and so he so produced badass. this album. Yeah, well, he's also the fucking uh, lead vocalist. Yes, he also plays guitar, piano, and organ on this. He's yes. one of the dudes. So this is like his band, Traffic, um, apart from him being solo, Steve Winwood. Yeah, and it's <sighs> it's so good, dude. It's great. Well, here's it came what... out in 1971. Yes. Um. I just love it. The corners are cut off. Well, here you look at the front of it, and it's a cube. Yep. It has the gray, but the side like go almost back. like a three D trying yeah, trying a, to look like a three D cube. Yeah, like a three D cube. Bottom like a checkerboard. Middle is like a clouds and the sides kind of cloud, but then you have like wall or like something a, on a stone wall, yeah. kind of a brick. Very great. It's called this album is the low spark of the high heeled boys. Mm. And that's provocative in itself. It is. It's here's what I love. I look at the back. Three songs on side one, three songs on side two. Side one has a twelve minute song. And side two has two seven and a half minute songs. Dude, this is Steve Winwood, dude. Yeah. Like he has some pretty <laughs> poppy shit, but there was a lot of his stuff that like was super long. And I don't know, man. I think this is like some of the developmental shit for him. Um, I don't know. I really fucking like the groove of this first one. We're gonna play for you. So we're gonna lit it up. Uh, we're gonna play the song that you turned me on to, uh, and, and the I, and the reason you got this album. Uh, well, 
Yep, this is the reason why I got the album and sought it out, just because I thought it, this song would have to just sound amazing on vinyl. And how I found the song was uh, when I was preparing to go to Denver, Colorado, I freaking... Uh, I was listening to Joe Walsh radio. Yeah. And and I and uh great choice. Rocky Mountain Way was uh <laughs> Rock. you know, it's one of my new and I I want to find that on vinyl too just cuz oh. I I know that's going to kill. I think uh, we have it. We might. Oh, that'd be fucking so cool. I think we have it. That'd be fucking cool. But uh but yeah, dude, and this song came on and I was like, "Oh my god." And I fell in love with the song. Kept listening to it. And then I investigate on, and then sure as shit, dude, Steve Winwood. And I'm You're just, like, there's a reason I love this song. And I'm like, dude, man, I don't know why, man. That guy just strikes a chord with me. Yeah. He really gets it. No, I get it. But It's fucking great. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, play this first song, which is... Um, light uh, Up, Leave Me Alone. Light Up or Leave Me Alone. Yeah. Which... I love that. <laughs> light yeah. up, light which light up, light up, <laughs> or leave me alone. And it, it's a badass song. Comes with different scenarios. Same result. <laughs> That's a great drop. This sounds so good. Uh, turn it up, motherfuckers. But you guys aren't really motherfuckers unless you fuck mothers. <laughs> oh yeah, I get it. Why people are actually funky. Desmond's pretty damn funky. That's true. Straight on 
this is this is singing singing this song is actually Jim Capaldi, the drummer, is the one singing this song. This isn't Steve Winwood. Yes, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, and you can tell. So they had a percussionist on this album named Rebop. That's right. Rebop Quackaba. <laughs> Rebop Quackaba. Hell yeah. Is the percussion on the the percussionist? Because you have dr- hand drums and oh, yeah. drum drum going on. Definitely. That's fucking great. Fuck yeah. Traffic. No. Such a fun fucking jam, dude. That is the goodness. That's just got all the It makes fucking... me happy. Yeah, man. It just makes me want to do that pointer finger shake, dude. The old da, da, the old thirties man. Da, kinda yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> as weird as it yeah. is. This makes me want to just, I don't know, man, dance and just be happy. And and also, it kind of just has a, like, it's not too snooty, but it's kind of like, man, if you've got a problem with me, well, fucking, you know, light up or leave me alone, man. Light up or leave me alone. Right? Either loosen up or fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I love no that. No shit. But they just say it like, I don't know. It's not snarky. Nope. It's just kind of. I agree. I don't know. It just kind of states. You know, potentials. What could it, possibly be fucking people's moods off? Yes, it does. It's like, dude, chill. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, we cool have tune. we have an amazing video to watch. Um, where's the sound? Oh. Science has given us. Un- okay, there it is. Let's get a little backstory on this one. Um. Well. Here's the great thing. This is um this is a video with George Clooney. He's okay. introducing a new product, a new uh kind of uh social media self-help service. Gotcha. Um there's not much more that you need to know than okay. that. Okay, George Clooney with self-help services, social Hi. media. I'm actor, director and two-time sexiest man alive, George Clooney. Science has given us unprecedented knowledge of the natural world from subatomic particles to the majesty of space. Science enables us to cure diseases, to communicate across great distances, even to fly. (laughs) This is going to be good. The volumes of invaluable knowledge gathered over centuries are now threatened by an epidemic of dumb idiots saying dumb You know what this is? It's a snowball. So it's very, very cold out. Dumb 
is highly contagious, infecting the minds of even the most stable geniuses. If you have a windmill anywhere near your house, they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one, okay? Wow. As a result, rampant dumb now threatens our health, our security, and our planet. Fortunately, there is hope. At United to Defeat Untruthful Misinformation and Support Science. You dumbass. Your generous contribution to You Dumbass will provide desperately needed knowledge to dumb idiots on Facebook and Twitter all around the world. Just $20 will convince one idiot that climate change is real. 50 will teach five brainless dumb to vaccinate their kids. And 200 will teach 10 dip knuckle draggers that dinosaurs existed, but not at the same time as people. Together, we can win the fight against dumb but we can't dumb do it alone. Call this number today. That's 1-800-720-0622. The world needs your support. 1-800-720-0622. You dumbass. Really? Is that a real thing? It's a real thing. No way. You can call that number. Oh my fucking God. I'm telling you. Now, it, it might not actually be a fully functioning thing like you think it might be, but I'm telling you right now, that number calls a number and there's a recording on the other end of that number <laughs> Wait, should we do it right now on the show maybe maybe we should <laughs> i think we need to i think we have the God, technology dude, um here <laughs> 1-800-720-0622 okay that was amazing that we have memory like that too actually i don't know i shouldn't be that impressed 1-800 720 0622. All right, give me that. Uh, or uh, you do, um, do the honors, I, sir. I have to. Here, let's we're gonna do this really fast. No one will know. And we're back. And you guys can dial that number if you really want to. It's fun, we promise. <laughs> um, I have another great video. So I found these guys. What? Which is they have the big can right here. WD-40 as, as engine, engine oil. Oh, God. So they want to destroy their car. Oh, and it's a goes. Ford. It's like, we'll drain it's, all this out of here. It's like a Ford Tempo or something like that. They're pouring it in right now. A oh, my full, God. Look at how white it is. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's WD forty, dude. Alright, we're going for the start. I'm standing right in rod territory. I mean, dude, it does not sound bad. They're doing burnouts in this car. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Now they are pinning the gas pedal down. And now they have it running. Look at the exhaust. Flames. (laughs) 
Holy shit. But here's the craziest part. All right. If you're watching it, flames are shooting. You can hear it. Hear it get quiet. Now listen. It's still spinning. It ran for a while. Then it just instantaneously put in that set. That was tight. Yeah, I found that video. I watched it. I was like, okay. That's that was cool legit. as fuck. That was legit, dude. Those yeah. guys are pro. That was yeah. some good shit. Yeah, I, I saw something almost as crazy as that. Um not <laughs> no, amazing. No explosions like that, but that story, that video, you guys can go check it out. Look up WD forty as engine oil. It's a red Ford tempo. You'll find it. Um a uh so I, I when I was nineteen and I lived in Arizona, I worked at this construction company called Leo's Construction. I don't know if it still exists or not. <laughs> okay. But I worked there. Gotcha. And um watched uh we had this work truck that the guys had to drive Mm. and it was just an old piece of shit like an 80 80 something chevy truck Uh right and um piece of shit piece of shit truck (laughs) and the boss wouldn't buy a new one yeah and it like barely ran it had a 350 just it was it was like a eighty nine Chevy twenty five hundred pickup truck, mm-hmm. you know, single cab long bed, and uh, just it was the biggest piece of shit ever. And so we went, and so the, our foreman for our crew of the construction company said, "Man, we're stuck with this truck on this job for three weeks. Like we have to." And, Dude, it always was breaking down. We were always having to do something to keep it running, something to keep fixing it all the time. And he said, finally, you know what? We're just going to fucking blow it up. And we're like, really? And so we got to the fucking pad the morning, and it had like a quarter tank of gas left. And so he did just that. He went over to, pulled it out into like just, the land behind the area we were building, drained the oil out of it, put the plug back in it, and started it up and let it run and just walked away from it. (laughs) Just let it sit there idling with no oil in it. So we're working on this house, building this house, and it ran for like an hour and a half with no oil in it and didn't stop. And he's like, God, this fucking truck, like it just won't die at this point. Like there's no oil in it. It's over there idling, you know, just for like, and so he walks over, takes a brick, red brick, construction brick, lays it on the gas pedal. And then walks away from it. (laughs) And like, 40 minutes later, 
it's still going, but now we hear this like <laughs> sound as well as right. So oh, as, as well, we hear this whine start, and everybody, everybody is looking at it like is like, okay, this thing's about to start, and it's still running though. Now it's been like two and a half hours, and almost an hour with a brick on the gas pedal. And this fucking truck is still going. So he he goes over to it, looks in, we're down to like an eighth of a tank. <laughs> now, um, you know, it's it might run out of gas before before the engine actually up. dies. And he's like, fuck. And then we hear it go. And all of a sudden smoke start going from out from under the hood. Smoke starts rolling out from under the hood. And we're like, oh, it's going to go soon. And it doesn't. And so smoke is just billowing out from under the hood. And so he goes inside the cab, pops the hood, runs, like goes up, you know, it's hot. The engine is, the hood is hot. Everything is hot. We can see little bits of paint start to bubble on the hood. And Well, we're back. And we had a little technical audio again. But to finish this story, um... Everything got really fucking hot, and God, like it's it sucks because we already told this once. <laughs> but everything got really hot. Everything started melting, and finally the engine seized after us looking at this thing basically on fire for like five or ten minutes. But the fuel never stopped running, and it just burst on fire. And the thing was that I never covered before, which I should say now, is it actually ended up going from us trying to make it look like the truck blew up to make it pretty much looking like uh, we caught it on fire. It It's hard to say that that just happened on accident. Oh, I know, right. <laughs> it would be. It would be, <laughs> no. it would be hard Like, to you say. guys were just driving it, and it, this happened, and no one saw it, it, it you know, I... Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. make a lot of sense. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> Trust me, it didn't. And everyone's like looking at it on fire out the back. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's just still kind of burning. It's still, still going. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's listening to it like, oh. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. We look, work. look the other way. <laughs> Hey, I was a 19-year-old guy. Hey, you were just following the lead, dude. You're following the lead. He said to do it. Cutting two by fours and fucking throwing (laughs) plywood up on a roof. Yep, that was my. That was what I did. (laughs) Cheers, cheers. Hey, at least you got to see a truck. But anyway, that WD-40 video. That was some funny stuff. That that's uh, those kids reminded me of that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Well, fuck. We had a whole other conversation that <laughs> you guys missed. We did, actually. It was legit. Uh, we watched a video about a cuttlefish changing <sighs> colors. God, that cuttlefish was so fucking And then we talked epic. about a fucking pistol crab for a yeah, while. Yeah, check out that cuttlefish and how they change colors. Yeah, cuttlefish about, are amazing. Yeah, over time, they just fucking evolved into being this like amazing transformer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They had so much time that not only did their physical bodies, the, the physical attributes of them evolve perfectly, but then they got to also work on just... Is it, is it Animorphs? Do you uh, remember the books? What was it, what were they called? 
Animorphs? Yeah, was it was it totally animorphs. animorphs. Okay, I was thinking but like... But wasn't that with people turning into animals? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. cuttlefish is like a <laughs> just a, a an animal, animorph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. kind of lame, but no, those I, books were sick. <laughs> the, animorphs, kids. the animorphs were fucking cool. They were, dude. I, I, totally, I read a lot of those. Yeah, I totally wanted to be in, in the animorphs. That was... Mm, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we, we talk about this all the time. We're going to come back to it, but I want you to pick a new animal than you've picked before. Oh. But if you could be an anamorph <clears throat> and you could go back and forth between an animal and you, but I kind of want you to also maybe pick the animal that would be like, would help out at times with what you got to do. Mm. Man. What animal would you be? Have I ever picked a wolf? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do I always pick a wolf? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Have I ever picked a wolf? I'm like, oh, cheers. Like, <laughs> cheers, me. You fucking... I'm like, man. Oh, dang so... it, man. Oh, like, that's... They're my favorite all times. That's, that's the fucking, <laughs> that's the greatest. <clears throat> man, okay. What do I want to be? Fuck. I feel like I've always picked the good ones. Flying squirrel. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. be tight. Yeah. Um, fuck. <sighs> I feel, I don't know, man. Maybe a bigger animal. Maybe a giraffe would be kind of fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you want to be I think tall? It, yeah. yeah. Just a fucking giraffe would be tight. Yeah. I think. No, that would be cool. Just fucking getting those greens up top. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of worries. Nah, dude. Especially if you're like a, a zoo giraffe. Oh, yeah. I could be totally chilling in a zoo. You know, and then you just like... <laughs> moseying about. Checking things out. You get to fuck every once in a while. Check, checking your social profiles. Yeah. People snapping those Three-year-olds feed you bananas. Psh. Why not? It'd be fucking cool. You have a crazy tongue if you're a giraffe. Yeah, right. You have a crazy fucking tongue if Nothing you're a giraffe. Nothing wrong with a crazy tongue. And you can headbutt the shit out of things. <laughs> yeah, you can get that just, head just in case. whipping just, around. Just in just, case. Fucking. Oh, have you seen giraffes fight? Oh, dude. Have we watched those videos of giraffes not, fighting? Not probably on the show. <laughs> but you've seen giraffes fight, right? Oh, oh God. Do we even oh, want to yeah. risk pulling this shit up again? <laughs> <laughs> is the gains worth the risk, bro? All right. Oh God, I'll take a, me. I'll take a little beef on the monitor. I'll take a little look. See, <laughs> we'll make sure it's still chugging along. Giraffe headbutts. <laughs> Giraffe fight. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'll okay. Their I... heads. They do. They whip them back. And they fucking this. Oh, crank that noise. Dude, look at it whipping. And those horns fucking hurt. Those knobs. On top? <laughs> They're not very good aims. Dude, they hate each other. They hate each other. You can, that other one is small. That it guy is. watching is just kind of like, whoa, laughing. Oh, that one's a, a club, dude. I imagine one oh, of these is going to go down like Anderson Silva went down with that knee kick tonight. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, oh, yeah, dude, dude, fucking, dude. are gnarly, dog. <sighs> oh my god, who posted this shit? No, this is just on YouTube. Look Latest up giraffe sightings. fight. It's called Giraffes Fighting on YouTube, published by Kruger Sightings. Kruger Sightings, giraffe fight. Oh my god, dude, those are some big bull giraffes. Whipping the shit, dude. Out that of each one in other. the back is way bigger. Oh, I think yeah. that younger buck is a little like kind of. Yeah, that's probably the old one. That's the young one. Like he's like, dude, it's my time, my time. <gasps> <gasps> no, it fell up. It's gonna get up. It's gonna get up. It didn't. It missed, or did it knock did itself it break, up? May, maybe. Broke its neck. Who knows, dude? Broke that its own w- neck. I don't know. I've never seen that, but it that fucker <laughs> went down. Yeah, it did. Like it whipped around so hard, and then fucker. Oh, so that'd be you if you wanted to get in some shit as a giraffe. But you could turn back into you at any time because you're an animorph. You're like, oh fuck. So I you can go from you into a giraffe and then back. to And then you. you're a little guy, and then you're like, oh god, there's a huge giraffe. I don't know. I'd be afraid. Maybe I wouldn't be a giraffe if I was an animorph. <laughs> but that's tight. Yeah. Giraffes are tight. Giraffes are pretty tight. Maybe I'd be a poisonous frog. Tight. Just hop No in. one to ever see it coming. I know. They're like, oh, a cute little frog. Yeah. And I'm like. Rip it. Rip you. <laughs> Rip you. <laughs> and then I'd hop off and then turn back into a human and put my clothes back on. And no one would know no difference. None, none. You'd be Frogman. None, none, no difference. None, no, no difference. <laughs> Frogman. Frogman. Fuck you. Rip you. None, none, no difference. <laughs> Rip you. No, no, no. You. All right, we're going to make a song about the frogman. <laughs> I'm the frogman. <laughs> you, I'm the frogman. No, no, no difference. I'm the frogman. Ribbon of you. You. Ribbon of you. I'm the you from the you. I'm the frogman. Ribbon you. No, 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 no different. Dip it up, a bop a day. No, 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 Oh, if I was going to be an animorph? Yeah, dude, I okay. took over. I'm you, sorry. No, that's fine. I loved it. I loved every minute about that. I, well, I love that you went from a giraffe, which is like literally one of the tallest land animals, to a tiny little poisonous frog. And then we just started singing about him. Yeah. Right the fuck you. <laughs> yeah, poisonous frog, dude. Ribbon the fuck you. No, 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 no difference. <laughs> no, no, no difference. Turning back into a human. I'm an animorph. Okay. Uh, I was a frog. If I was going to be an animorph, um, mm. I would want to see something that would be crazy and no one would see was coming. I'd want to be like a velociraptor. <laughs> Dude, no one would see that coming. They'd be like, Holy fuck. They'd be like, It's weird. Whoa. This thing died with giant <laughs> claw strikes to the chest, but 
the bite radius is something we've only seen from specimens 68 million years ago. <laughs> yeah. Can't be, no anybody who proposed that a velociraptor was running around that turned into a human <laughs> at some points in times killing things. Oh man. I'd be a pterodactyl then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we would be the best duo. <laughs> Prehistoric duo. Uh, Prehistoric anamorph duo. Yeah. Dude, um, that'd think... be a sick name for a band. <laughs> Prehistoric anamorphic <laughs> duo. Yeah. That'd be crazy. A two piece. I think I might bass and drums, <laughs> vocals. Yeah. I think I would want to be a dinosaur of some kind. Totally. A saber toothed cat, maybe, so I can be a big ass cat for one. I could yeah. have okay. Maybe I'd be a saber toothed cat. Cause one, I got I'm a cat. I got Cats a tail. Dying. I got a tail. I got all the balance. Strong tail. Strong tail. Wrap on trees. I got all the balance in the world. I got the agility. I got the fucking cunning. I got some big ass fucking teeth. Claws. <sighs> claws. Like claws. Claws. Yeah, I might be a, I might be a saber tooth tiger, saber tooth cat. All those are good options, cause cause no one would still see it coming, right? <laughs> you went for a fucking. That's the biggest thing, is <laughs> you it? Had such anything, a good, anything. We had like, such random picks tonight, dude. We, did. we really went all the fuck. I over. just if I was gonna be a human that turned into something, I would want the thing I turned into to be something that no one would expect, and then that way, a killer bee. Like out of no, nowhere. No, no, those exist. I, I of mean, course. I mean, something <laughs> those exist. I, well, I want to be an alien. <laughs> well, no, something, just something <laughs> no. like crazy that that maybe exists. Like a woolly mammoth would be crazy, right? To be a woolly mammoth <laughs> as your anamorph, because then people. I want something that if I turn into it, <laughs> Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Just go around crushing skull. Yeah. I would want it to be something that if people saw it, like if they happened to catch me turned or look at <laughs> turned, or, turned. I love it. You sound like a zombie, right? If turned into whatever I wanted turned it to be, turned. Can you imagine exactly if I was a Neanderthal in the club? Right I'd get turned with these fucking beers. Um, um, no, but I, uh, I would want them to question their own sanity if they saw what they saw <laughs> yeah, was right. real. That's true, really true. it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want them to be like, oh, look, there's a dog. Yeah, or like, true. Or like, oh, look, that's weird. Why is a giraffe running through the street right now? <laughs> that would be pretty great, though. <laughs> or you're in Manhattan and you turn into a little frog and you're like, oh, fucking frog. Like, you know, I want to be like, a fucking rap? A raptor? <laughs> and then die. Did I, did I, no, I would just right, <laughs> yeah, and then turn and run off, just <laughs> fucking run off as a raptor, and then they'd be like, as a "Did I just see a fucking raptor?" But then I would come back as a human because I'd turn back and be like, "Did you see that fucking raptor?" <laughs> <laughs> right. That's all I yeah, would have to yeah. say. Yeah. Right. Come back It'd be as a really human. easy. Did you see that fucking? And then I saw like, that fucking raptor. Yeah, dude. There's a raptor. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> right. Did you see that fucking pterodactyl? We can't tell anyone. They'll think we're crazy. Yeah, I would want to be something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good options. And with that, we're going to listen to our second song by Traffic. Oh. Called 
Rock and roll stew. I like that. I like a good stew. I like a good goulash. Yep. Uh, the drummer's singing this one too. That's oh, the last one we're gonna hear is some Steve Winwood. Don't worry, you're gonna get your. I'm Steve gonna get in. my. Fix. You're gonna get your. I'm fix. gonna get my wind wood stick. Yeah, <laughs> my wood stick. Okay. Long before we started this epic podcast, we asked our guests to pick the best vinyl, and so they did. It had inspired them to write the music that they do, and we love them for that. It is vinyl time! Oh, fucking vinyl time! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just randomly picked one. I love that I can just press the start button. Guys, this is automated. We don't have to do anything. It's just fucking nuts. It's nice. And it sounds so good. Listen to this. Oh. Rock and roll stew. This makes me happy already. This song makes me want to have sex to it. <laughs> God, it does. It's very sexy. love it the first song was fucking light up or get out of my way or just light up or ladder leave. ladder or leave me alone that's it and then now this is i don't care this is just good good music man it sounds so good this is killer i wish you all could hear i hope you all can hear it in like how we hear it right now oh yeah they got it man Claps are awesome. Chords. 
so bad. Rock and roll stew, baby. Such a good groove, man. Damn, I love all that cymbal That's work. such a smooth bass line, too. Traffic, man. I'm hey, I'm sold. Oh yeah. I'm sold. Thank you for this. I almost you know I don't know. I fell in love right funny. away. <laughs> it's funny that um when you know we were starting tonight, you're like, Oh, I got the new traffic record. And I was like, Fuck yeah, let's listen to the song you showed me because I knew that you know mm-hmm. the album you got had the song that you liked on it. I was like, mm-hmm. I got one I want to listen to too on another record. And you're like Oh well, you know, I kind of had like, <laughs> like I kind of had like three of them that I really thought we could listen to, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, all right, all right, well, you know, hey, that's cool. Let's just check out this traffic thing, you, uh, dude. Uh, I'm so happy we did. Good, I'm so good. happy good. we did. I'm good, good, not dude. to like, yeah. You know, I hope you don't think I'm. Oh, like, not at all, bro. Yeah, just, no, this is how we are. We love sharing music, uh, dude. Dude, it's so oh, fucking yeah. good. Oh, no, yeah. it's. I love it. And now I'm happy. Like, the last song we're going to listen to is called Rainmaker. Uh-huh. And and, it's a grip. It's a and fucking... seven and a half minutes, we're going to fucking yeah. get into that. Um, yeah. You know, it and was... And that's my wind, Wood. Oh, yeah. It'll get the fix. It, we're going to get the wind. The, we're going to win the wood inside of us. That's true. That's it. We're going to win wood. <sighs> yeah. Um, man, you know... Uh, it was hilarious we, uh, when when we had our little fucking sound snafu uh, 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 a while ago. We went outside and like, ah, oh, motherfucker. And uh, <laughs> we have our putting, our, our disc golf putting basket in the back. Yeah. And we're just standing outside and you look at it, square up, nothing in your hand. And just <laughs> I toss it. Throw the putt. Great form. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we've been, I tell you what, people out there. If you want something to try to do constructive that builds uh builds your stamina, builds your mental acuity, uh makes you learn some body mechanics, makes you get in touch with really the way your arms move and the way your feet move and how your hips can move with your feet and how your shoulders move with your hips and if if you know, there's a lot of body mechanics and, and also something that gets you outside, gets you uh-huh. walking around for a couple hours. You put a couple miles on your feet. Oh, you're, yeah. you're hanging out with friends or you're by yourself. Both are Dude. therapeutic as fuck. I love, oh, man. I love disc golf by myself 
almost as much as I love disc golf oh, with yeah. a friend. Dis- I like, love doing both. I love, yeah, I love with the dogs. Yeah. But most, I really like uh, being outside and having my feet on the ground and not on cement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just my work environment. I'm always on hard ground. Same. And so, like, when I'm just hitting trails and playing disc golf... And like thinking, Having about, to like thinking about my shot, dude. And, and like some things are fun. Like some every once in a while, you fuck up on a thrower, you get some tree hate. It's all learning. You, and you get fun. some tree hate or something like that, and then you have to go cr- romp through bushes and like move branches out of your way and like <laughs> swipe things out of your hair when you walk through them. And mm. well, I don't have hair, but wipe them off my head. Your beard. Well, yeah, I, my beard. I don't get a lot. I don't get a lot of things in my beard. Most of my shit just lands on the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when it's furry like it is right now and sandpapery, everything just kind of like velcroy sticks to it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but disc golf's been going really good, man. We had a great fucking round today. Yeah, we played good. Uh, we are happy to announce for ourselves more than anyone else out there. Unless you play Pure Park, they're in their summer locations again. Yeah, summer courses back up and running. Uh, we get to throw the corridor, and I am so excited to play this hole. It's legit for the next seven months. Yep, it's good shit. Yeah, but tomorrow we're gonna wake up. We're gonna go to Leverage. Yep, and we're true. gonna go throw some short course mm. and. Uh, Work on our technical, yeah, technical shit. Yeah, not have to worrying about. Uh, don't have to worry so much about distance. <clears throat> More or less, except hole three. Well, yeah, there's hole three and hole ten, and then there's a long one on hole ten. But if you want to do that, and then yeah. twelve, you can go up top. Oh, I'm a, we have to do that. Yeah. We will. We will. Yeah. Yeah. I want to throw. I want to throw twelve. When we play it, I want to throw twelve from the short pad, mm-hmm. and then put through it from the long pad. Yeah, yeah. We'll play extra courses tomorrow. We'll so play we'll, nine so, A. And so we'll B go. We'll go nine A and B, B, ten A and B, twelve A and B. Yep. Yep. Fuck yeah, that'll be good. And I want to. Yeah, dude. We got to at least knock out two rounds tomorrow. It'll be definitely. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's gonna be tight. It's we'll do it. guys, guys. I just like it's it's we're such pretty passionate about it. Pretty passionate. Yeah, and it's freaking amazing. It it is. It's so fun. It it takes a lot of concentration to really like be thinking about it. You you get in a groove and you start playing and you really get to understand. It really is a sport. Yeah. 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 It really is a sport. I mean, like. It's every bit as much as golf, actual golf. <clears throat> Definitely, I would say so. And I would say possibly, I don't know. Yeah. Like the only thing that, you know, the it there's I would not a whole s- lot of trees usually in golf. I don't know. There's not a lot of obstructions. No. You're literally going through a forest. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah, not- okay. That's the other thing we did. So we went and hunted when we were talking at the beginning of the episode about things that we've done recently and catching up on. We oh, went yeah. we went down to Willamette Mission State Park uh, on the way to Salem, yeah. I-5 South, 
um, and hunted agates for a while, which mm. I'm going to come out right now and say I'm probably the worst agate hunter <laughs> um, on the planet. I got some. Got I, a couple. I found four. But hey, that's your first uh, No, four. five. I found five. Five. First four or five you ever found. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, you know, I would walk... It was hilarious. I would like be looking at this area and down on my knees and Jada was like, hey, just look for like the weird shaped ones that don't look like the rest and that like kind of look like jelly beans and shine weird sometimes. And like, so I'd crouch down and like try and And gummy bears. Yeah. Yeah. And gummy bears and try and look for the rocks and everything like that. And then like, look right at the edge of the water for the lit, you know, all of the, everything that everybody was saying. And I'd be like, fuck, I can't find anything and walk away from an area. And you or Jade or Beth would walk behind me right where I was at and be like, oh, look, there's one. Oh, look, there's one. And they'd be like, mother. <sighs> it's intense. Oh, it's yeah, a, it's you guys. A, it's well, a sport. Well, too. here's what's amazing. <laughs> here's a, is, is you guys are fucking amazing at finding those fucking rocks, dude. Mm. Like, I love it, actually. I actually it's something. really love finding It's something. Rocks. I, you know, here's what I found. I found myself getting bored. Yeah. Like I I I get it because I I love I just think that it, if I would have been able to be maybe if I would have been finding more or if I knew that there was a certain set of steps I'd had to do that were tedious to find some but I was guaranteed yeah. to find some if I took these steps. Right, right. Then I would probably enjoy it more because then it's like building a model or doing anything like True. that that no, I get that. That you're trying to get an outcome but it's really hard, it's tedious, it takes a long time, a lot of concentration. Right. This is really just like shot in the dark like you're right. kind of like Right. And very, and for me I was bleak. like I get it. Like I get mm-hmm. taking time and studying the ground and I love the nature and I, dude, for me, that's what it's all about. Here's me, what's dude. crazy: I would walk around and be like, "Babe, look at that skipping rock." And she go, "Which one?" And be like, "That one right there." And she go, "I don't, I, don't see, I, I find flat skipping rocks." Oh yeah. From a kid, I've always skipped rocks. I never hunted agates. I skipped rocks. And there's actually like a thing that a lot of people actually hunt moonstones, which are very close to skipping rocks. Yeah. So I don't know. You probably grabbed a couple of moonstones, which are actually kind of. Pretty but I cool. threw every one of them into the water, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is great actually. Because my yeah. what I do is I walk along the ground and I look. I just recognize yeah. obelisks. I, re- I recognize these flat little obelisk shaped mm-hmm. things, and I go, "Oh, that would fit perfectly into my hand." And then I go, "Oh, that would skip perfectly on the yeah, water." Yeah, that would toss well. And I just so I get. In oh, there I get and it. Practice that. The before. water there is really fucking cool too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. No, it was beautiful. I want to go explore that it area was, more. It was a beautiful, beautiful what place. What I want to go do, actually, there, is I want to find where they come from. Oh, they... <laughs> Dude, they came from hundreds of millions of years ago, deposited from giant exothermal volcanic activity. And, and that's the sediment. Nothing. That's the sediment of what remains of millions and millions and millions of years of tectonic plate movement. Those weren't just deposited there because oh, yeah. like those have been there. Well, I mean like there's yeah, I I get that, but then there's like 
definitely hotbeds of things. You know what I mean? Yes, so, there are because and so be- I'm imagining. There's but n- probably but new a ones. Layer of- but yes, okay, okay. No, you're right. There, That's what I'm there saying. Will, okay, there's going to be okay. like layers of there different will things. Be, there will be layers in the ground. Mm. Which, That's what I'm saying. Which you could pro- because there has to be a releasing spot from around. Well, there. no, 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 no. You think those just haven't? You think that those have been dormant and just been washing down forever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, and and I don't think new ones are showing up. Oh well, new ones aren't showing up. Well, as shit erodes and things as, go, as sand up moves, and, as everything mm. moves, the ones that are there, I'm just yeah, maybe I'm more or less here, just willing to like. But here's here's the thing: is is I don't think you would ever run into an instance where you dug a hole down to a layer and found only agates. No, that's not no. how it works. No, that's not what I'm thinking. There, there's diversification, no. mm. and well. And, I, I'm just kind of figuring, like, yeah, of what I've seen, I've noticed, like, my mind, how I imagine it when I look at a a spot on the grid, like, as I'm walking through a spot, I imagine how big my square is, and then I imagine how many agates I find, and then I kind of almost look at it like an old school, like, you know, like, on a TV, like, how it's, like, they're looking at a radar and it's going around on the green and you know, it's fucking yeah. wheel, wheeling around in a circle. Like I'd kind of imagine that in the square that I've found and then how many dots I get kind of a thing. And then like, I imagine that outspread from where I found them. Was it was, you know, was I finding ones that were bigger or smaller going this way down or up? And what is that doing? Is it going down? Is it going lower to the water or is it going up? You know what I mean? And I think about kind of like the geography of like what I find as I go. But a lot of it is just kind of like having the eye for it. Well, and and that's the thing is, is like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I feel like I'm gathering the ones that I have done it quite a bit. The ones that you guys find. We found some pretty badass agates. Oh, yeah. But what what it tells me is when I'm looking at from a distance Mm. is there's just a lot of them. Yeah. And they're com. They're not uncommon. Mm. They may be um, clustered in areas that were more prone to like hotter lava flow, or you know something like that geographically. And I'm not talking within like ten or fifteen feet areas. I'm talking within like mile, square mile areas mm-hmm. of land. You might have denser areas of population of them, but yeah, I I just think they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. They're just really hard to fucking find. Yeah, you know, and um, what's amazing to me is how many you have found. Oh yeah, like <clears throat> I I you guys out there like when you're thinking of us hunting agates or Jason and Jada hunting agates you're like oh yeah they're going out and find like 10 or 15 or no mm. they find hundreds mm. Jason Dude. found one the size of a fucking softball yeah yeah we have some really cool and it, and, it, and it's and it's agate all the way through mm. a little bit of embedment from other things it's really become like kind of like a thing that Jada and I have like I don't know it's almost kind of romantic in its own way for us like 
it's something that Jada and I did when we were just dating. And then, you know, it's kind of one of those things like her, yeah. her, Jada's mom was always the best at it. And then Jada was always the best at it. And like, it's just kind of, we all take our turns kind of doing it really, really well. And I wasn't always really very good at it, but I've just kind of came into my own, I guess, just how I've thought about it more and more. And, it's just really fun, dude. Yeah, for, it's for us. I mean, oh no, know, no, no. Hey, it's kind of its own thing. Here's the thing: I I completely get it. And mm. if I had mm. the trained eye to understand where they were, like, don't get me wrong. Once I see one, I mm. get, oh yeah, okay. Now I get, I I see it. I just mm. don't have. Mm. It just didn't pop out to me, you know. Yeah. But maybe it was also because I was just like. Ooh, we get a chance to go play disc golf after this. Yeah, right. But and, uh, honest, honestly, though, it is an acquired thing. Like, you have oh, to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, like, I sucked forever. Like, I'd find, you know, a bit, like 15, you know, 20 little small ones and stuff. Like, And that's after going four or five times. I basically just go around for the walk and just being like, oh, I get to go around the water and just take some cool pictures and the dog's going to walk around and this is, yep. our, this is all right and this is fun. And that's what we were in Alaska and doing in Alaska for me. And then we actually just started finding spots of our own. And then, then it became a little bit more of like a hobby that like I was trying to pursue with, you know, the family and that then it was just like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then yeah we found some freaking just floating and then that just kind of changed his perspective like man we already got a bunch of agates let's freaking see what we can do in oregon <laughs> and now we have a fucking shit ton, dude dude so many yeah we're, we've done good i'm excited to like build a table yeah. And like, yeah, we actually are getting close. So we need to really plan it mm. so that we can embed it with LED lights. Yeah. And light the table up in a way that we don't see the lights lit up, but we see all the rocks illuminated. Mm. We need to figure it out. And we're going to, me and you, I want to get together, mm. build a fucking big mold, lay all the things out. Yeah, pick the colors of rocks. And then I kind of want to actually, like, um, I kind of want to make lines in the table. Like, um, I want to, it'll be cool because I want it to be, like, a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller, a little bit, you know. Kinda, well, well, that's the thing is 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 we, what we're going to end up doing. Putting it in a box of sorts and then well, pouring around it. And then we have to build a box to put it in. Yeah, and then we, we have to we break are, everything, all the epoxy around it, and hopefully it just fucking works. Well, we oh, then then what we got to do is take all the fucking, you know, we're gonna line it with like a butcher paper of some sort. Line the box we build with butcher paper. It's and gotta then, be perfect too. Yeah, it's gotta be perfectly square. It's gotta be great. We pour all the epoxy so around heavy. all the agates it's going to be extremely heavy oh yeah and then even the rocks we well that's now. why we got to build a small one it's going to be fucking brilliant to look at but it's going to be small and i mean you know like two foot by two foot or three foot by three foot or something like that but and then it's got to be we then we got to be four it. foot by two foot yeah yeah, 
It's got to be a little bit smaller than this. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'd work. It'd work. And then you got to figure out how to drill holes through it. So you got to plan in the corners. Not having any. Not having any rocks. And so you just... And then you embed studs in the, the epoxy. Attach the legs. Yeah. I'm thinking about lining the outside with jade or something. Oh, that's a lot. A lot of jade? Oh, yeah. We got a lot. Well, we're getting a lot. No, we haven't dude. kept a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, is, is you know, the type of jade isn't whole other matter. True. And there's, yeah, different consistencies. Yeah. Rocks is... Whew. Rocks, rocks is hard. Rocks is hard, super hard. Don't catch me between a rock and a rock hard place. place. <laughs> a rock and a, a jade, a, a agate and a jade place. True, man. No, it's it's something great. But I want to what I, what I was trying to go to is we went and played a new disc golf course as well. Yeah, and after, it was after the, we hunted. After we hunted, and it was the first time that. I've played a new course here other than Pier Park or Leverage since yep. we've started. Mm. And um yeah, I as well. I hadn't you thrown a couple a uh, couple holes there, but not like two. Yeah. Like the ones that are just on the way basically to it. And yeah, and they were on the way back cuz I just had a I brought two discs with me. Mm-hmm. I just brought a driver and a fucking putter. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, it was <clears throat> it was interesting. Uh lost a disc, lost your fucking champion leopard. leopard. Yep. You that was one of the ones you got in Alaska, I think, in that sale. Oh and yeah. You know, so unfortunately I was thrown. No, that was one of the ones I got on eBay. Oh yeah. But yeah. it don't matter. But you know, it it it, it did it suck. Is what it is. I was, you know, using that leopard, it was a disc I I I'd used, used quite a, bunch. a bit. Hey, you got your use out of it. And it's not like it just sat in my bag and didn't get any use. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but I threw it. it so. I threw it and it went really hard right. Uh which is my Anheuser, which I didn't understand why it did. Um and it just went really hard just into held it the a fucking long. yeah. Something. Just, yeah, me just didn't let go or But it was you know, the this <clears throat> it was a super technical course. And yeah. No, nah, it was fucking it was fun. Yeah, I mean, I say that about every course because I don't know. Well, I'm really well, optimistic. Optimistic now. Well, here's it, the thing: it doesn't is, is, suck as much now because I've gotten no. better. <laughs> well, and, and you know, going and playing this course, it was the first time it was a new course. I think I was a little anticipatory. I I'm I I wasn't playing to my best. I got frustrated early. Well, we were playing after being in the sun for a couple hours. Yeah. So it was easier for us to have fatigue. Yeah. yeah. And things like that. But so. you know, I was frustrated. I was I was getting frustrated early and mm. and let it get to me and made some bad shots and lost a disc and that even well, compounded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was playing like shit for a while. But then we started playing pretty decent and having some good drives. I'd say more or less making you some pro- good you putts. Weren't, you weren't quite focusing on the good shots you had. You know. Okay, I, I don't think maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think it was really that terrible. I think it was just like a new course. So naturally you're going to get a bogey or two. Yeah, and yeah. And then you're like, fuck, I'm already starting out with a bo- under or, or over, whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't know. I get it. I'm the same way. But then again, like, I don't know. I do have 
with this golf especially, I know that I'm going to have that course where I get a couple a birdie or two yeah. now because, I don't know, man, there's 18 courses. There's 18 of them, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like, no shit. You might fuck up and get a bogey, but... Well, it's funny, like... We've practiced can... so much, and when you see that shot and you know that shot, I don't know. We have certain shots that we have a lot of confidence in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just had, you know, it that that is the thing, is being like, okay, hey, you've thrown shots like this before. Yeah. But also, here's what... Another thing you I recognize... see those parallels. Well, I, another thing I recognize we need to do is on, like, when, we, when I go play up here park, you know... Like today, I had that on hole eight when we went and played today. I had that crazy drive, the yeah. my the the best drive of the whole day, obviously Mm-mm. for me. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even realize that was a line that could be thrown, right? Right. Yeah. You got to see and all yet, options. And well, try all options. Oh yeah. So when we kind of had that talk a little bit too. Yeah, and so when when <clears throat> we're out there playing, and it kind of translates to other things, is like, you know, but especially doing disc golf, like, you know, I I line up for a hole, and I I know the basket's over there, and I need to get over there, but I could throw a multitude of shots. Oh yeah. To make my disc land inappropriately the same place, depending on what line I choose, like. You know, whether I throw a big hyzer on the outside or a flip shot through the middle or a straight one or or an Anheuser shot to the left or, Mm. you know, whatever you want to like. Dude, I'm seeing so many correlations right now between just like disc golfing and everyday life. Yeah. And even relationships with people. Yeah. There's always a different way to do it and approaches that that People, ends that ends at the same place and then you think about that same reaction for yourself like and how you're like how do you do on this you know sure. what i mean oh yeah it's kind of cool like i think that having those the opportunity for us to go and play disc golf i think actually gives us more fuel to actually deal with our you know, not just with our ladies but like with other people in with real life, life with, and just with interacting life. Yeah, or no, or if we haven't thought of this, maybe we should because it's kind of a well. I, here's what I've it's recognized: really appropriate as I, we were. I, I don't think I've ever thought of it in exactly the words you've put it in. I agree with you, but it's I do. Re- I do about. recognize that once I'm done disc golfing for the day for the week you know i only get to go once maybe twice a week yeah it's not like i get to go every day i wish yeah. i could and maybe i will try and make it happen more yeah now that no. we have some light we have light so <laughs> we can do it true um you know but i noticed that when i'm done once i've spent an hour and a half to two to three hours in the woods only focusing on something specific to the exact moment i'm in i'm not focusing on the past or i'm trying not to focus on past bad shots i'm not focusing on the future like i'm not imagining my putt when i have to drive i'm only imagining driving yep like that's it just my drive just the position my hands in how my grip is and how my fingers are laid under the rim of my frisbee and where i'm on the disc my thumb is mm. i've make, been focusing a lot on how much i actually curl my wrist 
Yeah. And actually when how, you drive. Yeah. And as I'm like before I point and turn exactly how much my shoulder goes out and how I release as I go. It's fucking great, man. It's it's amazing. And like one thing I you focused, can always focus on different things because you'll notice like a snap. Yeah. Or like how a release feels. Well, and, he, then, and then you'll get drawn to that. Exactly. What you That's just why said. I decided to freaking go with the freaking straddle putt all day today. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. had a really great putt and it just felt so natural. And I was like, wow, I really had a long putt. And it didn't matter that I made it. It was more or less like I had that feel. Dude, we, you, well, you had a really long putt today. Mm. You made like a 50 foot putt today. Mm. Yep. And I, I just like, uh, I'm a lefty, and so the tree was to my left, and I, um, and it wasn't like right behind the damn tree. Like I basically just put my. But you had foot to go to a little around yeah, the tree yeah. to get the. My left disc. foot was just like you know in front of the disc, and I just like straddle putted to the right, and I had a clean shot basically, and you know I just fucking had a good straddle putt with a little bit of tip down, and it just well, held. It. Here's the other thing I noticed. Once we kind of, we talked about it and we, you know, we practice putt here at home a lot. Mm. Once we've started keeping our elbows straight, not bending our arms when we putt. And, and, you know, even when you're straddle putting, you have your disc out, you bring your whole arm down from the shoulder and you just fling it out. You're not going, you know, you're not doing this thing. There's room for air there. Yeah. When you're just kind of going like that and just like bringing it down and yeah, and your elbow doesn't really bend; it's all from the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then as your shoulder comes up, your Rick flick mm-hmm. your your wrist flicks at the end. Yeah, and what I like about it too is like when you when you move your elbow, like and you just like it all is about when you let go of it. When you're kind of straight and you keep your elbow, you know what I mean? You're just yeah. going down and up and you just do that little flick. Even if your wrist is a teeny bit off up and down, it'll just wobble yeah. and, and it'll still go stable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you'll still be able to only get that if, same Only feel. if you get enough spin on the disc. Yeah. You still got to you still gotta get that. But the, I mean, your natural just but yeah, you, up and down. You can have a smooth flying disc. You can have a smooth flying disc. You can have a wobbly disc. You can mm-hmm. have one that has a little Anheuser, one yeah. little Heiser off the bat. Out. It'll straighten out at the end. As long as you get a little elevation on the disc and yep. tip down, yep. yeah. it's going to crash toward the basket, dude. Yep. Because once your body's lined up, your arm does one movement toward the basket and your body moves toward the basket as you putt. So you're doing a full body movement with your arm extending toward the basket. Hold that pose like a free throw after the end. And when you made your 50-foot putt, you went and you held your arm up in the air. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I did. You held your arm up in the air and that fucker went. The whole time I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't. I just, yeah, I did feel it. That's good. Yeah, it's 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 that one fluid movement, mm-hmm. entirely it's fluid great. body movement. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's fucking. But but cool. like having it, those moments are. It fucking makes cool. me feel relaxed and rejuvenated after mm-hmm. a, a, a a round of disc golf. Right. Like I've had to focus on only one thing. I'm not focusing on me. I'm not focusing on life. I'm not focusing on bills. I'm not focusing on anything. I'm focusing on having to drive. 
having to make an upshot so I can get a putt and making my fucking putt. Yeah. And it's it's still your fucking putt. You miss right. it, it's still your fucking putt. Yeah. And and it's relaxing. The only thing I have to compete with when we're playing disc golf is nature. Yeah. Yep. Trees. I'm not playing against you. Mm. I'm not I'm not even playing against me. Yeah. For if you a don't while. Want to. So here's the thing. For a while we took I we kept scores on new disc. Yeah. We did for a minute. I'm Always. done with it. I'm I'm, I'm never yeah. gonna do it I don't again. Either. No. I, I want to play good disc golf. I don't want to keep my score to look back on how good I might have played. Yeah. I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, because I'm going to still have those highs every other week. I, a birdie, st- a, a bogey still hurts, and a birdie still feels fucking great. Got a birdie yep. today when I played. Yep. yep. On on a hole, I don't think I've ever birdied. I, I don't think I've ever birdied that hole before. No. Because it's just such a crazy hard drive. Now, luckily, the hole's in the close position. You know, the far <laughs> position's tough. Yeah. But now it's doable. Yeah. I got a lot of fucking pars. <laughs> but yeah, dude. I don't know, man. I know I'm still playing. Could you imagine? Really well. Could you imagine a year ago when we started playing? I used spun. Remember? This, well, oh. my drive, dude. My drive has completely changed. You're I changed throwing, my whole game. You're throwing farther now mm. with your drive than you did with a spin. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually because of the angle in which I release. Yeah. You know, if it was a straight open shot, like, you know, maybe it would be practical if it was in the long position on hole six, you know, at pier, you know, just because it's a long straight open. Yeah. Long straight open. I get maybe, or I could try it maybe on three leverage. Well, well, I was going to say 14 on on pier as well if you get that gap through the trees but yeah. that's such a long fucking oh, hole yeah. 14's crazy long um but yeah yeah three on yeah. leverage is we've really gotten good at getting through those gaps dude i know getting through those trees well here's what's crazy is we don't I, nearly we, we, fucking we, scratch we, tree anymore dude no you know most of most of our throws that we throw are in the direction we want to throw them the only time I ever fucking grip lock is when I'm trying to put more power. Oh yeah, that's the only time I do ever too. Yep. And I'm trying to overpower Give it more the sauce, disc. dude. Yeah. We need more stank sauce, less grip. You know what? You just said the words, my <laughs> friend. You Let's just said it. the words. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. What seems to be the problem? Yeah, Coach, my mom, she pops pills like the candy. My dad drinks all day long. And my sister, she hasn't left. Whoa, 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 Jimmy. Jimmy. I was talking about the baseball field. Oh, well, I can't throw it very far, Coach. Oh, you can't throw it very far. No, No, not not at all. all. Well, I tell you what, Jimmy, (laughs) I got a little secret for you. What do you do, Coach? You got to put some stank on it, Jimmy. Oh, wow, what's that? (laughs) It's this bottle here. It's a sauce. You put it on everything. Put it on your dinner before you go to bed if you want to throw farther. Put it on your mom if you want her to get better. Can I put it on my dog? Why would you want to do that, Jimmy? Because it always licks my crotch. (laughs) You got a weird dog, Jimmy. I don't know why he does that. You probably have some stinky balls, Jimmy. Oh, Kablarg Steak Sauce. 
putting some stank on it. That's a grand slam. <laughs> it's question time again. Oh, yeah. You've been sitting in that chair drinking our beers. Now it's time to question you. Gonna fucking ask your brain some questions you might not know the answer to. Mm-hmm. It's question time. All right. I have one question. Ooh. Only one question this Ooh, week. No. Question. Oh, no. Question. I heard this. I was listening to a... Uh, oh, sorry for the burps. Beer's getting to me. Ooh. I was listening to a podcast um, about morality. Ooh. And philosophy of morality and I things like, like that. I like it. And... Uh, a question was arised about kind of um yeah morals and ethics and and everything kind of intertwined in general and and it's a pretty Perfect. simple question but it's um well no it's not simple the answer is nowhere near simple but it it defines kind of that anyway so here's the question i'm going to pose it to you Perfect. um Do would it. you rather it's a would you rather question would you rather murder somebody and then immediately forget that you did? You don't suffer. Just, just that. That's the only thing. You don't have to worry about punishment afterwards. You would you rather murder somebody, but then immediately forget everything about you doing it, or never murder anyone, but forever live thinking you did? Yeah. It is super deep. Yeah. In a way. Because, of course, you don't want to fucking murder somebody. But then again, you don't want to wrongfully be fucking, you know. I think that's where. Well, think about the pain and anguish you would have to spend your entire life with thinking you murdered somebody. You never did. You, You don't have that on your conscience that murder actually was committed. But the pain and anguish. Well, and also it doesn't state how and who. You know, like if it's you don't know who an innocent person, an innocent person. Yeah, that's what's so wrong. You know, if you murder someone, that's fucking you murder. You murder a completely innocent person. Yeah, and then completely forget you did, and you get you live your rest of your life with no feelings. You don't even remember the action happened. Yeah, you did. Suck, but I'd probably have to go. But or you never murder an innocent person. But you live your life thinking you did. Yeah, that would suck. I guess, it, <laughs> as selfish as this is, I guess it depends on the consequences. Like, if I was completely innocent and then I had to go to jail for killing somebody, that would be different. If I just, like... No, it's only about it's only about you living consciously, with Consciously. Or what your conscience was, like, yes. guilty feeling yeah. of. I don't know, man. I feel like I would fucking... Yeah, I think I would. I, I honestly think as silly I think, and so, selfish as it is, I'd probably find ways to justify me killing. You wouldn't have to because it. you wouldn't remember. Yeah, true. The Tell only thing here's the suck. only here's the only thing you have to do in this scenario is imagine what an entirety of a feeling would feel like, and humans inevitably seek pleasure 
It's 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 hard written in our DNA. I'm not talking about pleasure in things that, oh, like chocolate or a blowjob or I'm not talking about. I'm talking about. I love eggs. your perfect extremes, by the way. Chocolate or blowjob? <laughs> yeah, or yeah. both at the same time. <laughs> or both at the like, same time. Please, right? Give me um, a burger with some pepper jack yeah. and fucking find Dude, me. Dude, our remote. little our little big burgers oh. between the Noise Brigade show was so oh. good. <sighs> Little big burger, you fucking oh, little that was dirty so nice. whore. Um, no, but if humans are inevitably Sorry. working toward their own pleasure. In oh yeah, in in the sense that pleasure is preferable to pain. Just simple satisfaction. That's it. All well, the time. not simple satisfactions. Pleasure is preferable to pain, yeah. and so anything that can conduce to well-being is a pleasure in and of itself and humans rational humans will only seek things that they believe will bring them pleasure the only when a human takes an action the only reason that it's taking an action at the basic level is because it believes that the action it's going to take will bring them pleasure they can be absolutely wrong that it will true but they believe it true when I speed through a yellow light hoping I make it before a red, I'm not doing that because I'm I'm actually trying to get to work faster. I'm thinking that I'm gonna beat the traffic of stopping and starting. And that, that lit it's it's a pleasure at some point. Any action you think of that you choose to do, that you inevitably do is more pleasurable is only based on your subconscious going, this will bring me more pleasure than pain at some level. And you can be completely wrong about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, I definitely, I don't know. I go into some things that are like obligations that I know are going to be painful, but I have to. <laughs> but, oh, no. But then I, again, I would say I would say that you doing that is seeking also, pleasure, pleasure out of that situation some, because yeah, you're true. doing something that you know you're overcoming because it sucks. True. And that's pleasure true. for you. True. I am kind of that guy. I do enjoy like it's it all. Shit that sucks. It's all about pleasure. Yeah. No, what, how did we that. get on this? What was the original topic? I was I was trying to make a point about something. Disc golfing potentially maybe. Um. Oh no no there was oh question of the fucking oh yes yes that was a, that's what it was so it's pleasure seeking. The, the rational choice that any person would make would be to not know that you killed somebody, to have a better life not knowing, than to have a miserable life knowing that you didn't do anything or knowing that you did something that you didn't do. Like, yeah. that is the rational choice for... Now, I think morals like in get my, in the way yeah. because See, it's... I, f- I feel like I'd never be able to honestly answer that question. Oh yeah, no, no, it's tough. <clears throat> yeah, because you have, I feel like in you the have moment, to admit to kill somebody. In the moment, I think I'd probably kill somebody. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but then again, right now I'm just like, man, of course I'd never kill anybody, but especially again, someone completely innocent. You could call it a nine year old girl really in this thought experiment, thing, and it's not like I want to kill anybody, obviously. But like, I don't know, man. Yeah, there's a certain part of you, no matter what you're doing or how you're it's how you're wired like there's a survivalism aspect of life and so like as guilty as you might feel like you'd still survive either one you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like and that's kind of a yeah. weird fucked up situation yeah. to think about like 
and but you but know, but here's the hard obviously thing. Obviously, I'm not encouraging is, is, anybody is, to make anything. It's it's hard to make. It's hard to think about all of the scenarios of this thought experiment because you have to completely taking yourself out of knowing that it happened. Yeah, and that's very impossible. Right, right. It's 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 pretty hard to be able to remove yourself from the thought of actually killing somebody. You either are presented like you're, and you have to put yourself in a mindset yeah, where and you no are. No one else would know. You are have to say you'd have well, to do. Well, well, here's something like you either are presented with a scenario where you wake up tomorrow, like you are today, Jason. Right now, you've never killed anybody. Not that you know. <laughs> yes, yes. But you know, you yeah, never. Ki- yeah. But you'd wake up tomorrow. I'm trying to think, I'm like, did I ever kill anybody? You would God know. Damn, I'm 31. You would know because if you've already made this decision, if you've already made, here's the thing: if you've already made this decision, then you wouldn't know you've killed somebody because you don't remember killing anybody. And True. Now, if you've already made this decision. I probably already killed like fucking hundreds of people. <laughs> You've made the decision every Anybody time ever to never fucking... to never remember killing them because you'd rather live a life not remember killing somebody. Dude, sometimes I have crazy thoughts and I know it's kind of off topic. I think about like somebody and I or like movie scenarios maybe of like someone that like always had like an evil thought about somebody. Like what if they just like ran off and five minutes later like killed themselves or some shit yeah you know what i mean no i think about that what if there was someone that had some sort of like telekinesis thoughts of just like like run off and not even that man i wish that guy fucking like is there anybody when you were young that you talked to Mm. that you had sad conversations with that you don't talk to or know where they're at anymore do you have those people maybe Kind of. Well, di- I'd have to dive deep. Here's weird, because when I, I, there was like a life that I built at one point in time and when I lived in Arizona for college. Uh-huh. And it was just like my own little fucking yeah, right. Arizona world. Yeah. I'm the only, well, Beth was there for a little bit. Oh, but, man. But, but for the majority of the time, I was the only person that I now know that experienced the life I lived in Arizona. It yeah. is literally a singular bubble of... I have groups of friends that I know that no one else that I know knows. Mm. I have ex- like so many weird and crazy experiences and things that happened to me mm. Well, that I was experienced with. There. But there are girls that I remember, that even a couple guys that I remember, but a couple girls I remember that, in fact, I dated, that like were sad just not didn't have good family things didn't yeah. you know and they were young they were my age 19 20 21 uh-huh. that 18 19 20 20 that range that were just coming out of hard places or kind of scraping through hard places but yeah. like as a college kid in a college town rubbing elbows with other college kids from all yeah. over the place like you run into these people and for some reason, I was always attracted to those girls because I was <laughs> yeah, right. honestly pretty sad myself. Yeah. You know? And most of them, I don't remember their last names. And I can't, I've looked them up on Facebook trying to find them. I can't find them. Yeah. And like, you were talking about like, I wonder where they're at. Like, I just oh, I have, have these thoughts that. about like, I knew this person spent 
somewhat intimate time with some of these people. And now I have no idea where they're at. They're completely gone out of my life. <laughs> I can't find them anywhere. It is fucking weird. Like, are they dead? Yeah. Like, are these some of these girls that at the time I probably would have told you I loved them at the time? Yeah. And like, are they dead now? Like, I, they're nowhere. Maybe they have a lot. Everything about them is different. Like, you, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Weird. It is weird. I get that. I don't have anybody like that from our high school because for some yeah. reason I can well, find yeah, everybody. So, yeah, you have so many different ties. So. Well, but none of our high school friends killed themselves, dude. Yeah. That's another thing. I've known Did a lot of... I? I've known... A, trying to think about it. I'm like, Do you, I don't know. I don't, that'd be terrible if we forgot somebody that killed themselves. I don't think anybody has. I, we've had a few people from our class who have died. Yeah, true, definitely. You know, recently, mm. within the last few years, a oh, couple yeah. have died. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but I don't think it was suicide. No, I don't think so either. You know, I, I, but, but that thing happens to. I've seen it happen. Oh, excuse me, to a lot of other friends, a lot of other people. People just disappear, man. <sighs> It's so wild because I feel like my community of my friends is so small, yet the world is so fucking big that we could have friends that just, you know, came from somewhere out of nowhere that we met randomly and then also at the same time have friends that we've known intimately that just can disappear like that. Oh, yeah. And the world would just eat them up. Wouldn't know. It would. I, it would. We're rubbing knees right now. It was funny because we didn't actually touch skin. We just rubbed hair. <laughs> the hair and on mine. Like, whoa, your that, hair. That. We're talking about people across the world dying, and I'm we're getting like, tingles on yeah, our knees. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa, bro. Whoa. Hey, let's do this, bro. This this got rainmaker. This got deep as fuck. This is gonna be rainmaker. Uh, two or three. <laughs> Dose. Yeah! <laughs> it's yeah! so rough. <laughs> if I'm dying, time to get down with your bad self. Got the bottle spin around now. Everybody in this bad vision now. Got your rose. Got a rocking at your socks. Got showing toes. Everybody having a good time up in the studio. It's time to start rocking down. Bottle time! Yeah. <sighs> Vinyl fucking time. I hope I got a good drop. We'll see. Oh, it's the trail off. That's the very end of it. Perfect. Dude, buckle up. Rainmaker, everybody. Give me some Steve. Traffic. Winwood, you nasty dog. Winwood. Hear that crackle of that fucking vinyl. All right, Jethro Tull. <laughs> yeah. Um, my seatbelt's on. Awkward long time. <laughs> rainmaker, rainmaker. Rain.
Rainmaker, Rainmaker Rainmaker, Rainmaker Yeah, this is sick as fuck. Yep, super simple lyrics.
That's a fresh little change. Oh, yeah. So big. I just fall right in. So it. natural, dude. Yeah. Just jump in. Like Donald Duck. Dive into the money. Like Gandalf. <laughs> like Gandalf smoking on an 18-inch pipe. Yep. Damn right. So sick. Thank you, Technics. Fuck yeah, dude. So my mom has a pair of Technics speakers yeah. at her house. They're tall. They're house speakers. They have 15-inch bottoms, eight mids, and two highs. All built into one cab. She has two cabinets. Hell yeah. And I told her mom... I want those fucking Technics. Like, yeah. those Technic speakers. Oh, yeah, with this thing. Those Technic speakers are worth not a ton. I mean, they're worth some money. but Yeah. But they just sound so good. They're worth more than sound. Dude, they sound money. so good. They are the speakers to play this through. Yeah. I and all really, we got to do is wait for get her to die. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, just kidding. I'm just kidding, everybody. But, but, was, but seriously, though. Yeah. Well, I want to get a home set up. Well, here's the thing. Now, or just now that we have or this. Or it'd be fun to Bluetooth. Well, we no, now, no, we just. All we gotta do Wire is now all the way through the house. Yeah, yeah. 
We could. We could figure it out. Or just take it in there. True. We could. But the preamp, you gotta move a bunch of shit. All we gotta do is unplug the outputs to the board. Take the preamp is already grounded to the board, to the record player. It already has the inputs. We just take that in there and then run another chord from the preamp out of this into that out there. And we just take the record player and the preamp as one unit, set it up, go out of the preamp into that, and right. and it will be great. We couldn't just, well, yeah. I mean, we could run a long fucking... From here to there. Uh, aux cord. Auxiliary cord out. The VCA. V- what are they called? RCA? RCA. Thank you. Yes. The RCA. We, we could run a 30-foot RCA cord. But we could just run a, th- a two-foot RCA <laughs> with the record player out there. True. Yeah. It'd be, yeah. But I want to hear it through that shit out there. True. We got to hear it one time, but that was without the preamp. Oh, yeah, dude. And now it'll be so sick. Well, it's so much like just the difference in how we have to run the board mm-hmm. is on all of the channels is different because this one has to be, doesn't have to be bumped so yeah, high. It doesn't need anything. Yeah. It's, it's got what it needs. Yeah. Which I hope you all could hear because we could hear. It was 30 bucks. And you got it from Colorado. Yeah, dude. And I got a sick t-shirt from Bart's Record Shop, dude. Bart's Record Shop. Thank Fuck you, yeah. guys. Thank you, We want to shout Record you Shop. out for uh, Hook it doing preamp this, up, please. I, yeah. I actually, the guy had a version of Technics, you know, it was very close to the one we had. Um, our needle, I think, is a little bit better. and um, But it's very similar. Our needle, our needle wears a dress. It's true. Our needle has a pre-scrape, which is yeah. pretty dope. Yep. Pretty classy. Yeah. And when we're sitting here without anything running, <laughs> with just the vinyl player on, if someone's out in the living room listening to TV, we can hear the TV through the needle through the needle in the record player through our preamp yeah. through our headphones that's, that's how sensitive that's the trip. needle is in our new record player. yeah dude my parents they said that it was good but like I they don't know. know i don't know if they really i don't know, think it. they know I, well i think they know i think my dad knows i think of course they know but i don't know man we're nerdy as fuck and we're gonna get just I don't know, man. They well, knew uh, how well, much here's we the other would thing. appreciate it. Well, here's the other There's thing. There's a reason why they were just like, oh man. Not only do we have, have this. not only do we have the record player running through a preamp yeah. before it comes into our board, we're also running through a channel where we can four band EQ the input. Mm. And so yeah, we're we're also bumping lows. We're helping scoop, you know, do things with the mids. Put them in the right place. Boost a little bit of the highs. Not a lot, but just enough. Just enough to make the same reason that our voices sound nice and deep today. Oh, yeah. It's the same reason the vinyl sounds great. They do. It's a warmth. And all of that is done. radio folk. Through figuring out. Yeah. Well, the reason we sound like radio folk is because we're ugly. 
<laughs> it's true. And you know, we've done this 120 fucking episodes. We've been yeah, ugly we through all of them. We've been ugly through all of them, but our voices have got better. Right. And yeah, man. Fucking what a great. Yeah, man. Everything. Uh, great everything. Good job, team. Me. Good job, team. And honestly, thank you, listeners. Yeah, if you guys have listened to this today, shit. oh, here, let's do this right now. I know it's the end of the episode. If you guys have listened all the way through this episode, oh, God, I clicked that fucking button. Okay. No, I don't want to fuck anything afraid. up right now. I'm he's so afraid. afraid. I just wanted to shout out some listeners really fast. Awesome. So, so let's just do this. Hope that nothing quits. I'm gonna look at the bubbly beeps of the sound weebly beeps right now. Hopefully we don't have all of the sound. We've had some down. listeners within the last month oh, that man. we want to. Uh, 3,300 listeners. Um, <laughs> hey, oh, wait. Uh. Statistics, thank you. Where's the geography? All right. So, oh, that's not, that's wrong month. Thank <laughs> you. That was today. So, within the last month, Oregon, Colorado, thank you. You guys have been listening. Dude, uh, I Washington, know who that is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Washington, Alaska, Texas. Who, Michigan. That's freaking. That's awesome. That's Jada's aunt. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. We got some fucking listeners. Cool. Uh, you guys have been coming. Love you guys. In. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you that and, seriously. And also, we have Manitoba, Canada. Oh, that's the Our shit. Our first dude. listeners from Manitoba, Canada. Canada. Thank you, Providence. Man- yeah. Thank you, Manitoba. Appreciate you guys. Um, Seriously, man, you know, throwing down. The only other thing is the Philippines. Oh, so, sorry. Oh, <laughs> you gave that big. That was pop. real though. That was a pop for the Philippines. <laughs> 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 that was retarded. I'm so, oh, I'm sorry, retarded people. Oh God, <laughs> two in a row. I'm digging myself a hole. Okay, okay. You didn't mean anything. Thank of those you, Phil. I didn't mean anything. Thank you, Philippines. <laughs> Uh, you guys are amazing. Philippines, um, full of Dr. Phil's. We also had some people from March, which we forgot to announce. Canada as well as Sweden. That was the other one. Thank you, Sweden. Had a listener. You guys, Sweden? Sweden. the <laughs> Sweden. Oh, my God. Listen to We're our podcast. We're finding everybody. But they didn't listen. Like, Thank you for f- listening. But they didn't listen back in... Uh, they April. didn't come back. They didn't come Dude, back. Dude, 106% up? Yeah. God, what does that yeah, even mean? I, that means we're getting more and more listeners every time we put out one of these things. Lord have mercy. Uh, Apple Podcasts, thank you guys. Uh, you Most of you listen through that. You're great. Um, if there's any, if you're having trouble, if you want to find more from our podcast, if you want to talk to us, um, feel free to email us, uh, podcast at gmail.com. You can also call our hotline. Call us. What's the number? 971-801-8378. What is that again? 971-801-VEST. That's the one. Vest it up. 
Yeah, let us know. Uh, always, you know, on Apple, uh, give us five stars. Subscribe to our podcast. Tell people you like it. Leave a comment. Leave a review. You don't even have to leave a review. Just give us five stars. It, Do what you it, want. Uh, it helps more people that you think might like it find us. It's true. And like we said at the beginning of the podcast, this is brought to you guys by you. Uh, if I didn't see these little spikes in listeners and know that we release an episode and on the day we release it, we get over 50 people listen or over 40 people listening. Um, you know, we would cool, do it. That's cool, man. Yeah. That is why we do On it. the day that we release it, fucking, is, you know, two-thirds of the people that were at that show last night are fucking tuning into our episode right. to hear it Checking the day we out. release it. That's tight, man. Every episode. You and, and you can look back through our whole timeline and it's spike, 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 and then we get all the nice, you know, two people, yeah, two, people three, four days later. later. <laughs> you know, I'll even get, we'll release an episode and people, you know, I'll get influxes and see that people go, oh, man, or what what I imagine anyways is they'll listen to that episode and they'll listen to the one before. The same person I can tell because I can see IP address. Well, I don't know whose it is, but yeah, I can tell know, a person, person. listened listen to two or three episodes. And, you know, so maybe they go back and catch up or something like that because they missed a right. couple weeks. Or who, you know, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, dude. Uh, but it, we chatted our asses off. We really did. We were like, ah, oh, we're going to bang out a short little hour podcast. And now it's two in the morning. And we're going to go to sleep, so we're going to come play Leverage tomorrow. Yep. And hey, I don't know, man. Hey. If I'm feeling frisky, if we're feeling frisky, maybe we'll fucking... Do another one. Maybe we'll tell you about it. We might. Yep, we will. We'll see. Anyways, we love you guys. Yep. Big You're hugs. fucking all amazing. Hugs and uh, kisses and life. That's it. Uh, we hope go everything be, goes Be well. extreme. Be extreme. Uh... Everybody needs an Ed. Find that Ed in your life. Dude, yeah. What a facilitator. Yeah. Uh, Hey, gargle balls. Drive like you know each other.